Blog Talk Radio. Good Saturday afternoon, everyone. You are listening to One Love Rising on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Heidi Little, and I am here with my beautiful co-host, Bob Challenger. Bob, how are you today? I'm really wonderful. Thank you, Heidi. How are you? I'm doing so well. There's so many numbers of levels for that, and I am very excited and honored to introduce our guest today, which is Lori Spagna. Lori, how are you today? Welcome to One Love Rising. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Oh, how blessed. Thank you, Bob, for hooking everybody up today. We really appreciate you and your connectedness and your ability with just manifesting and, and bringing into everybody's experience the most beautiful people on the planet. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, thank you, Bob. Thanks for the invitation. Oh, you're yeah. quite welcome. Oh, yay. Okay, Lori, I'm going to read your um, little bio that we have for you here, and then we'll get into some conversation. So our guest for this week's, uh, week's show is Lori Spegna. She's a best-selling author, speaker, Ascension Guide and Multidimensional Channel, Intuitive, an Animal Communicator, Energy Healer, Visionary, a Light Worker, and a Starseed who has transformed the lives of thousands of humans and animals via her channel's Ascension Guidance, Intuition, Sacred Energy Healing, and Animal Communication and Telepathy. She provides Ascension Training and Support Sacred Energy Healing Transmissions. Dormant DNA activations and sacred key code activations for humans and animals. And you can get a hold of Lori and see all of her offerings and receive a free gift from her at lorispagna.com. That is L O R I S P A G N A dot com. So, Lori, we always ask the same question of our guests at the top of the show What does oneness mean to you? Wow, what does oneness mean to me? I love that question. Uh, mm. Well, I, I definitely love the term unity consciousness because in our oneness, we know at the highest, clearest, purest uh, level, so to speak, we are all one. We are the divine, and we are all aspects of the divine. So from oneness, from our oneness, we have a unity consciousness of knowing that we are all in our oneness, we are all aspects of the divine as an aspect of that one, that one divine source of infinite love, infinite light, infinite consciousness, infinite wisdom, infinite peace. And we are meant to embody all of that wholly and completely and still maintain our individuality. And that to me is oneness. Awesome. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. there it is, folks. You heard it here. It is awesome. Um, <laughs> that was beautifully stated. Thank you, Lori. What a great share. Yay. Uh, okay, so tell me now. Um, yeah, yeah. Bob, um, how did you find out about Lori? Where did you find her first? Where did you hear, hear about well, her? I actually met her uh, in um, the spring of 2016 when I was uh, mm-hmm. sitting in Jupiter Beach with Thyrlis Mays. And we were oh, at the time working on uh, doing... Uh, water ceremonies uh, around mm-hmm. North America. And uh, anyway, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Lori uh, Darlis Mays asked me to uh, go to a, a group of people that were uh, similar-minded uh, with spirituality mm-hmm. called Development Circle or Development Group now, Lori? 
Uh, I think it's called the development circle. Circle, yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense, circle. And uh, I was at a few meetings there, and one of the meetings, Lori was there, and when I heard her speak the truth about things, I just got mm-hmm. goosebumps. And, and she mm-hmm. is so direct and to the point mm-hmm. and knows what mm-hmm. she's talking about. And so mm-hmm. um, I saw her name uh, a few months ago and started looking at what she's doing now, and I was blown mm-hmm. away. So uh, mm. I'm so delighted mm. that she's on our call today. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, that, is, that is so kind of you to say it that way. Thank you. I, I appreciate Aww. that. Oh, that's great. Oh, so much love. <laughs> it's a love so much love. Oh, I love yeah. it. I just love the love. It's so good. <laughs> Okay, okay. All right, sister. So what are you currently working on that you want to tell us about? Like, what do you think about what's going on right now? Like, what's happening for you? What's happening? Tell us. All right, well, what I, I do want to talk about what I'm currently working on, and then I want to talk about what's mm-hmm. happening globally. Can we do that? Can we do those as two separate? Yeah. yeah. All right, I'll tell Please. you what I'm working on since, since you asked that first. Right now, uh, most of what I'm working on is it's all about uh, really – doing a combination of up-leveling the consciousness of the collective of humanity into what we call the fifth-dimensional state of consciousness and energetically aligning humans and animals to that fifth-dimensional frequency and vibration, the range of vibrations in 5D, while simultaneously anchoring into our physical reality those experiences from 5D and beyond that are based in unity, consciousness, and oneness, and that are based in really the highest and best for all beings with harm to none. So, in other words, Mm -hmm. anything that's not aligned with all beings with harm to none, like service to the greater good with harm to none, is dropping away while really anchoring into the highest and best for all. Like, that's including our, our financial system, our... Our, our, the way we treat earth, our, our food, our agriculture, for the animals, like everything, you know, like our, our government, so to speak. And this is globally and galactically. So that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of what I'm, what I'm doing these days. But um, what so I'm working on... You, oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, I want to ask you a quick question. Do you think that um, when people are dealing um, sovereignly with their... With their um, you know, their lives, they've got their money facets and their family facets and all the different facets. Um, do you think then that they should be uh, praying as um, in unity consciousness for those things to be restored? Or do you still think people need to be um, sovereign about those things? Does that make sense? Um, I'm not sure I understand entirely, but I, is the word you use sovereign? So, did you say sovereign, sovereign? Mm-hmm, Is that what I mm-hmm, mean to say? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 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 Well, Being the individual think, within the collective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sovereignty is really, really important. However, to me, sovereignty means liberating yourself from the old paradigm. Sovereignty gotcha. does not mean separate from one another. It means sep- elevating out of that frequency in the third paradigm where you are not a sovereign being. You're controlled, dominated, and manipulated as an unconscious part of a collective. 
And therefore, mm-hmm. your individuality that you have in third-dimensional reality is based entirely on egoic perception. So from right. my perspective, claiming sovereignty is a liberating mm-hmm. process where you actually mm-hmm. align with unity consciousness. Um, uh-huh. But with respect yeah. to those, those everyday things, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're also having those experiences of, you know, dealing with finances or dealing with health or dealing with relationships or career or whatever it is in our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The difference now is that the way we have to deal with these things or interact or approach is from a new consciousness and a new vibration. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is what has to change with all more. of us. How do you think people should do that? How do you think we should do that? Because that's what's happening right now. So let's hear. What do yeah. you think? Well, what kind well, of shifts do we have and, to make? Yeah, I mean, to me, the first and for, most important thing is, is uh, to get right with God, to get aligned mm-hmm. with the divine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the divine mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the only way that you can elevate out, in a sense, you can elevate out of any egoic consciousness because you don't know. We don't know what we don't know. We don't know what might be blocking us. We, might, we don't know. We have a perspective or a lens on things. We have a, a belief system, and those, we have, we're carrying energetic frequencies through our body based on what we believe or perceive or what our experience mm-hmm. is or what our mm-hmm. psychic told us or our astrology told us or whatever, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And all mm-hmm. of that, every trigger, every energetic cord, attachment, belief, etc., needs to be disentangled. So how do you do that when you're just this, you know, human egoic belief system structure going through your reality? Mm-hmm. You have to somehow mm-hmm. align with the divine. So that is, mm-hmm. a, that is what mm-hmm. we call an ascension process. That's a process mm-hmm. that you go through where you're consciously, mm-hmm. deliberately choosing to align with your source, your true source, however you understand that. And I think that eventually what you come to understand is that source is infinite consciousness. And it vibrates Mm -hmm. energetically. It feels like pure love, pure peace, and, yes, pure joy, pure bliss. I mean, ecstatic states, various frequencies and energies that are associated with those vibrations, and we experience it. So, again, just to kind of wrap up on that question, it's kind of like it's a process. It's not a pill. And we're mm-hmm. doing the inner work on our own sense of separation and everywhere we've ever anchored into this old paradigm, these old beliefs, etc. And through this process where we're ascending, we're aligning with source. So what's the first step? Get right with source. Get aligned with source. Begin to go to source and say, how do I do this? What, do I, what am I meant to do? What's for my highest and best? Does that make sense? Totally. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's great for the teenagers that are listening and for the, the younger people, you know, the millennials and stuff that are trying to figure out what doesn't feel right to them and they want a way to feel right and they're looking for it yeah. easily by outsourcing, right, with drugs and alcohol or social yeah. life. Uh, and instead, they're only hurting themselves worse. So that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Now, say uh, can, I say, to... can I say something else? Wait, Heidi, can sure. I say one other thing sure. about that? Is that all right? Sure. Especially for young people. Especially, but it's just yeah. for everyone. But young people are really good at this because they're still, in a lot of ways, still, undi- you know, like um, 
still they have that innocence, that, you know, that purity. If they practice following their joy, and again, it's true for all of us, but like follow what makes you feel good and right, provided that it harms none, that it has harmed Including none. themselves. <laughs> Including themselves. Yes. Yes. That's always yes. the best barometer of how to navigate your way through anything. The moment something feels a little off, step back, breathe, redirect to something that feels better. Mm-hmm. Great advice. Wow. Great yep. advice. So they were talking um, to somebody who's like uh, 55, a gentleman, maybe voted for Trump, um, you know, is sitting here looking at the landscape of what's happening on the planet and really wants to make a, a difference, you know, in, in the way that they are living their lives. So they're connecting with source. And then, you know, a lot of people are experiencing partners, like one partner doesn't believe, or one partner is still staying stuck in 3D, while the other partner is like, hey, hey, this is happening here. There's a lot more going on than what you're just seeing. What do you, what do you think about, what do you say to these kinds of people that are having this kind of thing happen? Well, the first thing is the reason people are paired together with someone who, you know, one person is still in the, in the, you know, the 3D and doesn't quote-unquote believe, and another person is awakening, is because there's a collaborative partnership there where one person is triggering the other person. So the person who's mm-hmm. still in 3D is triggering the person who's waking up to, to clear their triggers, their own internal triggers. So everywhere you get triggered that person who's still in 3D is showing you where you're still corded into 3D. And then by right. contrast, the person who's awakening is demonstrating to the person in 3D, hey, there's another way. And even if you don't believe, I'm going and I'm being and I'm doing and I am the light. And some point, some way, shape, or form, you're going to be affected by me coming into the light. And somehow that's going to help serve, support, and assist you in your evolution. So the two are in an entanglement and a dance, right, of contrast. But here's the thing. The thing to understand is that it's meant to serve. It's not meant to be this kind of like egoic battle. It's more like, oh, what is this person revealing to me about me? What is Mm -hmm. this person revealing Mm -hmm. to me about me? Because the truth is that person's a a reflection of an aspect of your consciousness, both in both directions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's right. beautiful. Because that question goes across the game board, right? It goes across like the media that we're being seen and the awful things that they're showing to us. It goes across the whole thing. So I hope everybody yeah. caught what Lori said, you know, can, and can this I is all about healing our oh, Yeah. Can I say something about that media and the Trump thing? Trump media. First, please understand that all of humanity has been wired into a program, which is just like a program on your computer like Excel, but this is a planetary program that runs Mm -hmm. automatically, automatically, like a computer is running a program. Even if the program's not open, the program's running. Mm -hmm. And it's called Divide and Conquer. Trump and politics are really one of the best ways 
divide and conquer keeps you entangled into the third dimensional reality. And right. people are massively manipulated by it because it will keep you in separation. And right. it'll keep you in a state of like anger, resentment, judgment, blame, all that stuff, which is, which is ultimately your, your, what, what we call a slow kill tactic. It kills you mm-hmm. over time. Mm-hmm. It will kill you. Mm-hmm. It will make mm-hmm. you sick. Mm-hmm. It will make you angry. It will make you unhappy. It will make you miserable. It will cause relationship struggles. So on a core level, divide and conquer as a program needs to be cleared, healed, and resolved from the consciousness. It needs to be lifted and removed. That's part Beautiful. of the healer journey. But let me say Beautiful. one other thing. I know I, I have to answer in a long, long ways, but the other thing about this whole media so important. Very few people, even in the spiritual community, in the awakening community, really understand how unhealthy physically, emotionally, mentally, energetically, spiritually it is. And for the global collective to even watch news and news-related information. Because we, we understand it intellectually, it's all toxic and it's mostly lies. But we do not understand that what it's doing vibrationally to us is vibing us into a fear-based frequency that the cells of our body become coherent with. Just like two women mm-hmm. who share a house be, eventually have their period at the same time. You become coherent right. with the frequencies of the news and you get sick. Physically, mm-hmm. emotionally, mentally, spiritually sick and unhealthy mm-hmm. and it eventually leads mm-hmm. to death. Okay, over the course of a lifetime, mm-hmm. but disease, mm-hmm. et cetera. So, you know, all kinds of unhealth, you know, depression, anxiety, panic attacks. People do not understand that that is what's really happening to them. So when you talk about brainwashing, it's way beyond brainwashing. It's energetic. It's the, it's a, it's a structure, <laughs> yeah, it's a structural entanglement. So for your own mm-hmm. self-preservation, I urge humans to stop watching the news. It is propaganda, and the bulk of it, almost all of it, is completely untrue. Designed I to agree. Right. I, and yeah. I totally yeah. agree. I haven't watched yeah, the news agree. or watched television mm-hmm. for uh, five or six years now. You're right, Lori. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> awesome. I made the mistake the other day, and I ended up on a video where there's police brutality. Mm. And <clears throat> I'm super-duper empathic. Like, I am oneness. So I was, like, mm-hmm. highly affected, and it lasted. It took almost an entire day for me to clear it. It was so mm. much. And I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, is this what we're putting out you know, in our in our streams on Facebook, we're going to share this, and it yeah. it always it it just makes me go, oh my gosh! Like I want to address it because it's not right, and I always say the same thing: if it is divide and conquer, it's not right, right? If it's making yeah. us not come together, then it's not right, and we should not be paying our you know focus and attention to it. So I just hold Pono my butt off. Um, pretty much whenever I am on social media, you know, I thank you. I'm sorry, please forgive me. I love you. It's continuously running through my body and my mind. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and so I appreciate you addressing this because I think okay. it's affecting a lot of people. And I think that yeah. people need to understand how to disengage and then refuel, right, so that they can yeah. get themselves yeah. together and we can move forward yeah. from this nonsense. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. And then you also okay. have to realize that, like, you can use mine. Yeah. Hey, you guys, no talking in the background on air. You have to hit mute. <laughs> I'm like, Lori's got too much important stuff to say. Okay. Well, because the other thing I was going to say that few people realize, too, with the social media is that those are conscious programs. So they're actually interactive with your bio field. So energetically, the computer is reading your bio field and reading your facial move, you know, your eye movements and it's interacting with you and it's responding to you and it's energetically entangling you as well. So I'm not saying not to use those programs. What I'm saying is, is that as you align with source, your, your energetic field becomes more impervious to it and immune to it. And as you really do the clearing and the healing to anchoring to 5D, you become much more immune to that stuff. You're really, your frequency is too high for it to interfere with yours. However, that is a process. It takes a long time. To, it doesn't have to take a long time, but it's a part of the process of ascension and really coming into your oneness and into your own energetic container of your own personal field of like that you're so strong that some of these things just can't really affect you. You're always anchored into your core of peace and love. So, you know, just know that, you know, when you're dealing with these social media programs that are live programs, it, does, it is important to not spend too much time sitting behind them to, you know, get yourself out of it, just like you were saying, Heidi. You're, you're 100% right. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I spent uh, 27 years thinking everybody was functioning very highly, Lori, like above 5D, much, muchly above it. I thought we already knew we were one, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I slowly began to realize that, oh, no, wait a second. <laughs> They obviously don't mm-hmm. really know what's going on yet because <laughs> they're hurting mm-hmm. one another really badly. And you why am I the only person speaking about it? <laughs> yeah, but that is, your, like, that is your light worker speaking. That is you, light worker. That is, a, I, when I came back from Maui, I thought everybody had gone through the transformation that I had. I did not understand uh-huh. that the rest well, of Earth hadn't woken up to. And I yeah, totally get that. Yeah. And that is a sign of a true light worker. And yeah, really, that is like a star. It was like it was like an awakening to understanding there was not an awakening yet. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, oh, right. Shoot. I thought right. we were way farther than this. So you know, now for the right. last like twenty years, it's been like scramble. How the heck do we get this information out as quickly as possible? So um, okay, right. so do you do workshops? Do you do workshops? Are you doing coaching? Are you doing talks? Are you going out into the world? What's oh yeah, with I your... do. I do a lot of workshops. First, I do, I'm local in Florida, so I do a monthly gifted event locally here at the Unity Church. But online, okay. all of my stuff is through webinars. So I do tons of classes on um, ascension and mm-hmm. uh, living in 5D, anchoring into six-dimensional mm-hmm. reality, vibrational energy healing, animal communication and telepathy. Um, I teach all that stuff about really the ascension process, also psychic development and the Akashic Records, all of that is, by the way, at my website at lorispania.com. And, 
And, in fact, one other thing, just real quick, that people, if they want to learn more, they can get some free gifts um, when they go there. If they go to lauriespagna.com forward slash free gifts, because they'll get free classes on activating their DNA and awakening their intuition and learning animal communication and telepathy and tons of other great stuff there, too. That's great. Um, it's International Children's Month, Lori. It started yesterday, and it lasts for the entire month. So if there's anything that you want to offer to the teenagers and the young adults, just let me know over the coming 30 days, and we can live stream you through um, the website and showcase whatever it is that you want to teach the children, if that interests oh you at all. I would love that. I would love that so, so much. In fact, um, yes. That's actually, uh, that is like, what you just gave me is such an incredible um, affirmation about another major project I'm working on for teaching children. So, but I can't really talk about that too much yet. But that's awesome. Okay. Love that. That's good. Keep me posted because that's what we do. And um, yeah. and uh, let's just tell our people now that Lori's going to meditate on it, and we'll have something from her in the next com- coming couple of weeks that people can interact with her in some way on the platform, and they can learn some stuff. Does that sound fair, Lori? Yeah, that yeah. sounds great. Okay, cool. Okay, sounds right wonderful. on. All right, now what else? What else are we addressing? Because there's there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of information, and I know you have a lot of that stuff too. So. What do you feel well, to talk about next? Have you got something? I would mm-hmm. love to share a little bit about the animal perspective on ascension okay. and unity consciousness and the, the, the new paradigm. And that is that okay, animals great. are also asking, just like we are, to be treated with more kindness and compassion and sentience and respect and honor as equal, equal conscious beings because what we're going to be shifting into, and we already are shifting into, is a whole new reality where we interact with other beings from other planets. We become a galactic universe. Well, that means mm-hmm. we also have to understand that a being living in a completely different body is just as sentient, conscious, awake, and aware as we are, no matter what their body looks like. And in many cases, more advanced than we even realized they, they were. And this is true of animals and um, on our planet. And one of the things the animals are really asking for, in fact, I'm going to ask you this as a question. Do you know, this is going to maybe trigger some people, but I, I like to ask it this way because this is how the animals have taught me to ask it. Do you know who the worst animal abusers are on the planet? Humans. Yeah, let's get a little more specific. And I'm saying I hope it's a place of love. Is like, it children? Are you talking like no, children? No, it's not children. No. Okay. I'm going to tell <laughs> I'm you. I'm dealing with my two-year-old uh, in the litter right now. I like this question <laughs> because it's very enticing, right? But, but please know I'm asking for a place of love and humor because that's the way the animals have given it to me, like love. Uh-huh. Like they're not in any uh-huh. wrongness of it or any judgment. They're just asking us to make a change. And what they say is the worst animal abusers on the planet our, spirit, our, our animal lovers who post cruel pictures and spread all of the horrible things that are done to animals. They say they're the worst oh, animals. Yeah. Because they oh. don't understand that they're infusing all of those images with pain and suffering. They're emotional yep. wounding. And then they're perpetuating that and circulating it 
throughout the field to other people who are then picking it up in pain and adding pain and suffering to it. And it's anchoring that density. It's co-creating it. It's accelerating it. So they're asking humans to please stop doing that. And what they're asking instead is that we celebrate the wins that animals have had of recent. For example, hormone-free animals, more and more free-range grass-fed cows, more and more hormone-free, more and more consciousness coming to agriculture, for example. They're asking us to celebrate more of that kind of thing. I find it fascinating that you use the word telepathy and with animals. Um, yes. And, of course, we can do that amongst ourselves, although many of us have yet to learn the skills to do it properly. So tell us more about your ability to communicate with animals telepathically. Well, animals, yes, we're all telepathic. We all have that ability to communicate. And to me, telepathy means brain to brain. That is the definition that I know of telepathy. But animals can actually communicate heart to heart and heart to brain because the the heart has a brain as well. Heart has brain matter, brain intelligence. It's just a different frequency. So when we talk about telepathy, we're talking about tuning in via... I use with, the heart. with my exclusive theta technique. No, brain-to-brain telepathy, I use my exclusive theta technique, which I'm accessing through meditation, which I don't even have to meditate anymore to do it, but a telepathic brainwave known as a theta brainwave. And on that frequency, when we really learn how to access it with ease and speed, like in and out really quick, you can communicate telepathically with any living being, and that's where you can pick up on other people's thoughts. Too. I mean, it's quite easy. It's a psychic brainwave. So that's what animals are doing all the time, actually, because they're not expressing through their mouth the way we do, and they're not using a beta brainwave as much as we do. Like, they're, the beta brainwave is what we use. Right now we're in a beta brainwave. It's a regular way that humans communicate, and it's a, a frequency. You know, it's just like a radio station in a sense. But animals are using typically alpha and theta brainwaves to communicate. So that's why when you want to communicate with them, you have to learn how to access those brainwaves, and you have to develop that ability to, 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 to you know, basically translate the information at that frequency. So, and then, of course, there is the heart-to-heart. That's a magnetic frequency. But you're still translating that information using a kind of a brainwave, right, a range. Does that make sense? Yep. Perfect sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, and actually, the, the other thing, too, is, like, I find with animals, what's going on right now is because they're so already in their heart center, they're already very well developed in their heart center in terms of the brain matter of their heart and the open of that, the open of that energetic center and that they function more by navigating through their reality from the heart center. At when we as humans are more functioning from our heart center, and you kind of you know when it's happening. Like you can even hear it from me right now as I'm speaking. My my discussion has slowed down a little bit. My how quickly I'm speaking, and I'm breathing a little more. Like they're already there. So when we do that, it's amazing how easy it is 
to communicate with them heart to heart as well, which is another, it's just another frequency. It's just another vibration where information is exchanged empathically and energetically. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Do you work with the water too as well? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, yeah. Can I just tell you, astrologically, I have four planets in the house of cancer, which happens to be my eighth house which is the house of the metaphysical. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. astrology is another story, but I kind of like that story. So, And I live in Florida. So, yeah, I mean, I'm constantly blessing the water and um, the energetic, you know, I mean, the water is an essence of who are, of our emotional body. So as we embody right. love and peace, you know, the waters are cleansed and blessed in that way too. But, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love the water. I love the water blessing mm-hmm. That's great. I want to, yes, I always want to facilitate, you know, people hearing and understanding that it's time to come together and, you know, pray to the water. Thank the water. Yeah. And uh, yes. I don't think we can spend enough until everything is right and uh, yes. taken care of and loved. Yeah. So that's beautiful. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Can I say, Bob, I want to say something else. Can I, yeah. can I say something else yeah. about the water? Sure. Oh, I sure. don't think... Yeah. I don't think we've, we've barely begun to realize as a human planet, as a conscious uh-huh. beings, how much information the water has. Because right. we sort of believe, we're just waking up to like what Dr. Emoto has taught, that we can bless the water and the water will respond if we mm-hmm. bless it. Ho'oponopono and you know, putting words on our water mm-hmm. bottles like love, joy, peace, etc., but that is the teeny earliest stages of so, so while, while Heidi's looking after her son Bridger, I can speak a little bit about this. Um, I have come to realize from some very scientific studies that water remembers everything, right. everything. Yeah. And uh, this is proven by scientists who are using classical music believe it or not, and then researching where that music was then picked up later in water. And it is phenomenal. It remembers absolutely everything that goes on that it experiences. And, of course, we are, are the great percentage of our body, 70 to 80% is water. Yes. My goodness. Okay. Yeah. So imagine the things we could learn from water if we were willing to dialogue with water rather than to impress, just impress our wishes on it, like love, joy, peace, as beautiful as that is. Imagine yep. the mm-hmm. consciousness that water could share with us. And because water doesn't just come from clouds or moisture in the air, that's such a limited perspective. Actually, water is a gift from the stars. Water comes from mm-hmm. other planetary beings as well. So it's like the clouds will catch it and, you know, act as filtration systems in a sense and hold it. But really water has consciousness from other planetary bodies. And there's not, I don't know that any science knows that. I only know that psychically. But mm-hmm. what, what might we be able to learn from this water as we learn to tap into the consciousness of, of that kind of thing? Well, I don't know. There's just That's so much it. to look, you know, to explore there, you know. I had an experience.
experience that I feel called to share with you, Lori. I think Bob might have heard mm-hmm. it already. But before I met, um, no, actually, uh, I think it was just before I met Dr. Emoto, and then just like six months before I met Grandfather Golden Eagle, <clears throat> I was washing my face, and the water showed me um, images of people washing off their pain and suffering. And I heard, uh, what would it feel like if you felt their pain and suffering in the water? And I thought, ooh, no thank you, right? And then I got undressed mm. and I got in the shower and I experienced for the next, it felt like a good 10 minutes, but it was probably 30 seconds, all the pain and suffering the water wanted to share with me that day. And mm. it was awful. And the the point mm. was, if you don't share the information... This is what what could happen. Instead of the water feeling good, it could feel bad. And mm. instead of it being a positive thing, it could be something totally awful. And mm. then I met Dr. Emoto within in a couple of days, and we partnered and we started distributing their children's book and mm. actively teaching in the schools. And then we met Grandfather Golden Eagle, and we started doing the water medicine wheel work. And he wanted to create, he was told by the Holy Ones to create 170,000 water wheels by 2017. So that was our platform for 2014. And uh, <clears throat> the water gave me a warning. And the warning was, understand that what we are doing with the water is affecting the water, and we have to take care of the water, just like we take care of ourselves, right, and our loved ones. It's the same thing, hopefully better, as <laughs> we're getting better at mm-hmm. it. But, yeah, I had an experience with the water where the water was like, watch out. You don't want this. Mm. You really mm-hmm. don't want to dive in and feel the pain of everybody on the planet. You really mm. want to dive in and feel supported and loved as you do. So mm-hmm. there's my little my little share from the water, and uh, mm. and it's absolutely true. And I'm telling you, the children these days they don't even know half the time that they are water. <laughs> so mm. there's some work to be done in the field of sharing and getting the information out even more. And so I guess I'm sharing with you to support you and continuing to do what you do and thanking you for doing mm. what you do. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yeah, well, it's a group okay. effort. I mean, we're all we're all doing it. You know, everyone's doing their yeah, well, it's their part. Some 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 more than others, and others some in a very unified way, and others still very egoically. So there's still you know there's still a thing going on for sure. Um, okay, do you have any books? Have you written books? Yeah, um, if people can go to Amazon, there's at least, I think, five books there. There's a, a book on learn animal communication and telepathy, yeah. and there's an accompanying Great. workbook. Then there's also mm-hmm. a book on developing your psychic intuitive abilities and a workbook mm-hmm. for that. There's another book uh, called Manifestation, Manifest Like a Master, and a workbook for mm-hmm. that. And then there's... Um, one of my favorites is uh, Stop Feeding Me Junk, Superfoods for You and Your Pets and the Benefits of a, the, mm-hmm. a Raw Food Diet for Animals. And then there's also mm. one called The Secret Energy of Money and the Spiritual Laws of Wealth, which has a subline mm. of AKA Susie Orman Doesn't Know Crap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. It was kind of a joke, but anyway. You know. I'm really picking up on your prosperity understanding as well. So if you were going to counsel people on 
the way things are moving monetarily, what would you tell them? Well, first, it, when we start anchoring in 5D, it's a very abundant frequency. So you, your energetic will shift as you elevate into just feeling incredibly abundant. And you will, you will I'm like, I'm amazed at the abundance in my life of, of both materialistic possessions items and, and, and non-materialistic stuff. So abundance is, is, a, is an inevitable experience in, when you're anchored in 5D. But understand that um, our consciousness must entirely shift as it does. Our financial money, wealth, currency system is shifting. There will be more and more freedom with respect to it, which means, you know, things like Bitcoin and other forms of these cryptocurrencies will continue to come up because they basically eliminate middleman and allow for direct exchange between two people who make an agreement. Um, that's going to become more and more. And it's very likely that any kind of group or organization, in fact, I could say, I'm being corrected to say, it's an inevitable that any group or organization that profits at the expense of others will either have to completely stop doing that, either through their demise, or will completely transform what they do so that no one profits at the expense of another, but rather that all benefit from the experience of the sharing. So we will see this change in our banking and in all of our financial Systems. It's, if if one is profiting at the expense of the other, it will not be supported. However, yes, Laurie, it and, will and be. Heidi and, it will be. Heidi and I, I are finish? working on something called the Earth Dollar, a cryptocurrency that is based on the health of the planet. David Cam is behind this. You're going to see a lot of this. That the that the profit the, the, what comes into the Earth Dollar is being put into the planet. And uh, yeah. it's a cryptocurrency, and it's just about to be launched. So anyway, Heidi mm, and I are lovely. both very involved with that. Oh, that's wonderful. It's, just, it's such an interesting topic, you know, because, like, I live in a small town in Texas, you know. It's it's an oil place, and, you know, people have, that are used to profiting off of um, taking resources from the planet, and they're used to profiting off of, you know, hiring people because they're from a different country for a lot less money, you know, this, that, and the other, and it's like, I guess it's like wrapping the head around, we're used to working for somebody to get paid to pay our bills. And then there's the other people on the planet that have gone above it, and they do what they do, and they give, you know, healings, there's a lot of healings, there's a lot of conversations, there's a lot of ascension work happening where people are exchanging, they're seeing money as an energetic exchange for a service, yes? And so yes. that's totally fine and dandy, uh, you know, but for like, like I'm saying, I want to I be able to reach to the people who, you know, the average bear also, that is just like coming into alignment with this information, you know, it's like... I made the mistake years ago of just, well, it wasn't a mistake. It was a journey of just giving everything away and going out and doing what I do and not worrying about money. And I've never really been focused on money. Um, you know, but now I've got three kids. I'm, I'm in my early 40s, and, 
you know, the music industry has somehow turned into something where people actually don't pay people unless they are performing, which is crazy because, you know, you have to pay to play to make music, and they're making people pay to play. It's just corruption all over the place with the cashola. So um, coming back to what you said before, coming into direct and divine alignment with source, right, and with and with your oneness, Um but what are some other things people can do, you know, like when, when they're trying to align themselves? What do you think? Have you got concrete advice? Like, <laughs> Yeah, I gave you some concrete advice. Number Great. one is, it, aside from the healing on all of everything you just said, energetically, yeah. just, just psychically, and this is be, you know, in oneness together, there's charge on it. There's energetic charge. There's resistance. There's yeah. judgment. There's reaction. So you need to heal and resolve that. Right, in a sacred place for yourself, in a sacred way that feels good and right to you. That's number one, right? First, we get aligned Mm -hmm. with the divine. Mm -hmm. So by 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 getting all of our our charge off. Secondly, Mm -hmm. number two, very important, is to get into the practice of tithing. And that is a real tangible thing. Tithing is a 10, tithe means 10%. And that means you take 10% off the top of what you take in and you give it to God. So that means you're going to give it somewhere where you see or perceive or experience God in action. It could be at a, it could be it could be a charity, it could be but it could be a healer, it could be someone listening to your show who feels like you brought enlightenment to their show and they could tithe you. Whatever, it's just anywhere. It's not religious specific, and it's not charity specific. It's God specific, which is in everyone and everything. Anywhere you're in life, that's number so, two. So, second thing. So, Laurie, you mentioned you had a book that you've written that deals with this subject. Could you mention the name of that book again? Yeah, that's the Secret Energy of Money and the Spiritual Laws of Wealth, and it's on Amazon. And I also I also have a whole class. I also have a whole course on it called Spiritual, The Secret Energy of Money and the Spiritual Laws of Wealth, Abundance, and Prosperity, like a whole class on okay. this topic area. Yeah. That's great. Thank yeah. you. That's great. And, yeah. and, and yay. Okay, L-O-R-I-S-P-A-G-N-A dot com, Lori's website. Yeah. Awesome. And I would also, can, I, can I share one other thing about the whole money and prosperity thing since we're still on that, or are we, I don't know how we're yeah, on that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could you ask for some tangible stuff? The third thing is to really, really sincerely shift into service, which I know you're already doing. But you understand service in 5D is that you serve the divine in all of its yeah. expressions. So you're asking source, how do I be of service and as you are of service, you recognize that source is your provider. Your service, your alignment with source is provider. So, number one, you're clearing. You ask for tangible things. Number one, clearing, healing, aligning, getting in alignment with source. Number two, practicing flow by tithing 10% off the top of everything that comes in as an expression of flow, alignment with source, and gratitude for the abundance that you have and recognizing that source is your provider. And number three, being of service to source, recognizing that through your service to source, source provides to you so that you can continue to be of service to source, however that is. 
fourth tangible thing, and then I'll stop there, is, and this is an ongoing process, is really understanding the depth of your core value, your value and worth, the worth, the worth and the value and the deservability of your presence on earth. Because if you're doing the first four steps, uh, first three steps, three or four, I can't remember track of the count, but if you're doing those already, you understand you are a major part of the solution on planet earth. You matter. Mm-hmm. If you're doing those things, you have so much value and worth to this earth. And therefore, in understanding the depth of your value and worth here, you understand that having abundance, experiencing financial or currency abundance is a requirement for you to keep doing what you do. You cannot mm-hmm. be broke and poor and homeless. You can't serve in the highest and best ways. I don't care how much spiritual people think that money doesn't matter. You cannot serve in the highest and best ways you're capable of if you're broke and poor. Right. So That's a really good when you point. understand it's your true. worth, your value, and how much you matter here, you are opening up floodgates for more abundance, wealth, prosperity, and all its forms to come in to your field because you have so much to do here, so much to offer, so much value to contribute. So those are the tangible steps. And then, yeah, take the course. Beautiful. <laughs> Bob brought it up. <laughs> yeah, the book, take Beautiful. The course. Freedom for all. Freedom for all. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Um, okay, great. And all right. So we have a few minutes left, Lori. Tell me, um, tell us, tell we, tell one. Um, <laughs> what else? What else shines in your heart space to share with people? Is there anything, anything any other areas? That you wanted to touch yeah, on today? Yeah, well, I, I just, I'd love to say real quick that understand this shift, this evolutionary process is happening in what I call waves. And this is a very important part. That's why when you see people who are still functioning from ego or from, you know, the old paradigm, it's because they're, they're the wave that's going to sort of elevate them and wake them up hasn't happened yet in linear time. So it's not to get upset with them because they're holding the old systems in place so we don't all go crazy on this planet. And so none of mm-hmm. us think we're crazy. And so that we have the systems in place from the old reality until the new systems that are already also created at another point of linear time are really well anchored and we're all ready so, for them. Because so, if cryptocurrency came out of nowhere and we didn't have the old yep. system, we'd be like, well, we don't know what to do. We it, it was right after the big crash in 2008 that the concept of cryptocurrency came to the planet, and it's changing mm. everything about finances. Glad you brought mm. that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, we can also be grateful to those people who are still asleep for holding the old structures in place so we don't all go crazy. And so right. that our systems yeah. are in place until we're ready, because that's benevolent. Until we're wow, ready. We want the system to change. Yeah, we want the system to change, but we need the old systems to be anchored in place until the new systems are anchored in place. This is the point of the wave. Yeah. So we don't have to judge all those people who aren't asleep. We can be grateful to them for allowing the old system to be anchored. That's the whole point of the wave. Well, you know, Jerry and Esther Hicks... Uh, Jerry and Esther Hicks live live with that philosophy. You You know, there's abundance Mm -hmm. for everybody. And I love the way Mm -hmm. Jerry Hicks 
would talk about the fact that people would say, well, you know, what do you, you, you have all, these, all this wealth, aren't you taking it away from those that need it? And he's very clear about, he was very clear about that. No, this is available for all of us. Yeah, the right. law of attraction. Yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. Back, and, back to you, Lloyd. And right. they did not have insurance policies, and they did not follow along with those things, and they traveled a lot, and they were elderly yeah. together. So you know, I know it's yeah. amazing. Um, but what yeah. I love, and, and what I want to shine the light on yet again, and hopefully influence in people's consciousness now, is the tone here and the frequency here is love. And yes. that things are are moving along divinely, and there's no need to um, freak out on others and panic and spread fear and things that feel bad. Um, and that we have tools um, to use now. We have we have the Hobopono to use. We have our divine guidance, our inner guidance. We have coaches and, and workshop artists like Lori and and a lot of the other people that we've showcased. Um, who have different faculties that they work in, different modalities, and they all have such a unique and miraculous contribution. And people do not have to be alone. They just need to reach out to someone who, you know, has a track record and walks their talk. You know, it's uh, it's really time for walking our talk and being the active people, you know, who are, are doing it, you know, and... It's all about self-love and cooperation this year. So, Lori, my goodness. So we're going to get a video from you for International Children's Month. We're going to get a video or we're going to do a workshop. We're going to figure something out with Lori, and we'll showcase her on internationalchildrensmonth.com. I just want to wish everybody a happy International Children's Month. It started yesterday with International Children's Day and the Children's Global Day of Action. And uh, I believe we are all children. So thank you, Lori. Thank you, Bob. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And could I just remind people that if they'd like to, I'd love for them to head over to lorispania.com forward slash free gifts. And even on the home page, there's, there's a free class on how to activate your DNA. There's also a free class on um, learning if you're a star seed, what that is, and if you're a light worker, what that is, and understanding all of that. And then there's a ton of great stuff that's free about developing your intuition and also working as an energy healer, using the practices of energy with animals and also another class on animal communication. There's just tons of great stuff over at lorispania.com forward slash free gifts and also just at the homepage, lorispania.com. And I want to just thank you guys so much for having me. Thanks. Oh, it's been such a blessing and an honor and a pleasure. Thank you, Lori, for coming on the show. Thank you, Bob, for bringing Lori on the show. She brought herself. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm it, was your, it was your invitation. <laughs> it was your invitation, so thank you. And so we rise, circling together, one at a time, coming together, bringing our wisdom to each other, and taking it to the streets. So, all right, we want to wish everybody a blessed day, and you have been listening to our special guest today, Lori Spagna, uh, L-O-R-I-S-P-A-G-N-A.com. It's our website, and you have been here with Bob Challenger and Heidi Little on One Love Rising. Please spread the messages of love, care, and kindness. Kindness does count, and sharing is caring. 
We'll see you again next week. <laughs> Lori, blessings to you, my sister. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and all that you are doing. I sincerely honor and respect you. Namaste. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. All yes. right. Thank you, Lori. Here we grow, guys. Yes, thanks so much. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.